0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com. Not watching, Maureen. Look
1: up, look up, up look no, up. <laughs> <They not>. <laughs>
0: patreon.com <laughs> slash Says Who.
2: <laughs>
0: our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who. Is this Who. distracting you, Dan? My eyes are closed, so no. I'm very serene. I'm not and at doing peace anything right now. I'm not that's doing fine. anything. Well, that's great. Every Sunday you get a bonus episode of grape, this grape, very grape, podcast. Grape, grape, says grape, Who grape, podcast grape, with Maureen Johnson and Dan Sinker.
1: Oh. If
0: you give at the five or ten dollar a month level, also if you give at that ten dollar a month level, you get a sticker in the mail every month. Sometimes they are amazing, other times they are just plain great because you are a member of the says who sticker club you can do all of that at patreon.com slash says who hey look yeah
2: dan the weather is starting to change
0: it is
2: and uh, pretty soon we're going to be betrayed by the sun mm-hmm. and at least here the sunsets will start at and it makes me very upset to say this 4 45 p.m yeah which is i'm trying to embrace it dan I'm trying okay. really hard to embrace it.
0: I mean, it just seems like it sucks, though.
2: Look, what if we embraced it? Okay. And we could... Uh, when the sun goes down early, the good news is that means you get to crawl into bed earlier. It's true. It's so cozy and happy in there. Yeah. You pull the blanket up, read a book. Anything else you want, but well, that's up to you. Um, but uh, a book. And... um Look, I've written some. I'm Ooh. not going to lie about it.
0: Mm, that seems fine.
2: I'm not going to keep it from you. It's good. And maybe you're giving gifts this season. Probably. What? Imagine the delight of giving someone you know or, or have a passing acquaintanceship with something written by me. And you go, "At this. Uh, uh, you want this thing? And imagine the joy on their face when they're like, I don't, I don't What is this? And you're like, uh, some kind of book. That. Kind of holiday joy. Give them the mildly threatening your guide to not getting murdered in a quaint English village.: It's an
0: excellent gift book.
2: Give them the box in the woods. It's a
0: excellent fu- as well. It's
2: a fun story about, about uh, counselors getting murdered in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be upset with you if you don't, that's up to you. I will. I mean, look wh- you've, you've heard a lot of. you've probably already have these books. You probably already have them.
0: Yeah, but they're giving gifts. Yeah. The other people don't have them.
2: All right. Look, I'm just saying. If you do that, that'd be awesome. I got to stop talking now, but it's been great speaking to you. And uh, I'll talk to you again soon. And uh, give me a call back. Uh, Again, my number is 1-800-DAN-FACE. That's 1-800-DAN-FACE. And if you dial that, get a recording of Dan's face um, and a free book.
0: Wow, that's a good deal. Yeah. You know, what else is a good deal, Maureen? No. The Says Who merch store at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. The Says Who merch store, which has been refreshed with a whole bunch of new stuff, including incredible Says Boo zip-up hoodies. Yeah, they're good. Some shorts featuring Amy Carter's shoe.
2: Those shorts are unacceptable.
0: They are hilarious.
2: Dan made these shorts. You guys, at the very least, go and look at the shorts. <laughs> don't, you know, just go and look at them. I'm just saying, just, you, don't, you don't have to buy them. I don't think anybody should buy them. Go and look at them.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I just make things to entertain myself.
2: He was so proud of himself.
0: I really was. I really was. There are also a slew of new hoodie options because it is hoodie season. And remember... As a 5 or $10 Patreon supporter, you also get a discount code every month for this merch store, so you can use that for things for you, for other people, for the mailman, really anyone who wouldn't want Amy Carter's shoe on their shorts.
2: Ah, I showed it to Oscar and he physically recoiled. <laughs> uh,
0: Merch.sayswhopodcast.com.
2: Legit grossed out. <laughs> I I was into it though. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Uh yeah. I'm going to uh where is your menu?
1: It's there.
2: On the board
1: in front right. of you. It's a it is a LED screen, so sometimes you have to wait for it to change its screen before you can see the thing that you want. Like right now you may only see five value menus, but there's really there's really ten. You just have to wait a second and you'll see the other five.
2: Okay. I have actually... I've been sitting here for ten minutes. <sighs> okay. And um, I've watched all the screens. Um, well, but then I'm I waiting. think you've seen the full
1: complement of oh, what we have on offer today. Uh, I think, you know, I, I'd like to see the other screen if I could. I don't... If you saw... The screen that had the value mm-hmm. menus one through five and also the value menus six through ten. Then you've seen all of the screens.
2: I, uh, okay. Do I need special glasses or if I say a certain word, would that make it come up? What I'm do I not, need to do, kid?
1: I'm not sure. Are you trying to order like a holiday meal? Because we're in the, we're in that little window before we have
2: holiday offerings. Is, that, is we, that we don't I, have them available. Kid, is that the is that the word? I'll see the holiday menu, please. There's not I, a holiday menu until uh, November 17th. Kid, what do I do? Is it like uh is I'm it? I'm not password? sure what
1: you're trying to do. I want to get the spiralized ham. That's not a thing we have here. You would need to go to the honey baked ham store. It's in the strip mall three blocks down. There's yep. also an American mattress store in that strip mall. Do you see usually see their inflatable out front and then you know to turn? Uh, I'll have the American mattress store. Is that the I'm not. Word? I don't. Like I said, that's. I'm really not What's sure the key? what you're What's the trying password? to do. There's no password. I need the secret menu. There's not. There's not a secret menu at McDonald's. That's the thing. It, we don't have that. They sent me here and they said I could only order oh. from the secret.
2: The QAnon people.
1: They sent you. To get to, their lunch. To get their lunch. What are yeah. you? And what do they want for lunch? A spiral a spiralized ham. That's really more much more of a honey baked ham situation than we have. The McRib fingers? The McRibs are only available when pork prices are at their lowest and they're very high right now due to supply chain issues. Pork roll rings? This is a thing. The menu is the thing that is in front of you. I'm not. You could go back to them and maybe ask them for a little bit more specific information than it seems like you've arrived here with.
2: They are insane. I need you to come and talk to them with me. I'm
1: not going to do that. I'm on my shift right now. They are waiting for a man
2: to come back from the dead right now. And they want a ham. And I don't know how to get it from here. They want... A Mick spiralized ham. So, you're going to need to get in the car with me and come talk to them. I think they are listening to me right now. They are uh, very smart and sane. And I am, I, I think they're great. I'm very frightened of them. And they are um, pacing around and waiting and I uh, think looking for Bigfoot and looking at. For a text message that doesn't seem to be coming. They are getting very antsy and they want a spiralized ham. So please get in the car with me. Please drive through.
0: Welcome! Christ. <laughs> God, my God!
2: This is who <laughs> the podcast day. That's not a podcast day.
0: It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker.
2: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Maureen Jones. Jesus
0: Christ! Hi, Dan. Hi, Maureen.
2: What's you're, up? You're up. This is my fifth coffee.
0: Wow i am in the exact opposite boat as you i managed to get about two and a half hours of sleep last night not entirely sure why but uh, i was not enough mm. feel a little groggy right now but i'll you be what? fine
2: it'll be fine dad
0: yeah it'll be great
2: I had a night like that the night before last because i forgot to take my evening meds
0: because
2: mm. uh the dog was up four times in the night because she ate a weird thing
0: i just feel like your dog is really just a She's, constant set of gi issues
2: she normally is not we are pretty sure we know what it is now oh no that if she eats this one thing she really has a stomach of iron and she can hold her wee like nobody i've ever seen okay a lot of times if she doesn't feel like getting up in the morning to go to the bath she just doesn't she gets right she she just snuggles up in bed With She takes Oscar's spot. We put the blanket over her and she stays there till 11 or 12. And then she's like, okay, I'll go to the bathroom now. Okay. No interest. But uh, the other night, and so it threw me off. I forgot to take my meds. And if I forget to take my neurological meds, then I wake up in the middle of the night. And as I thought, as I was turning and tossing, I thought to myself, I am on a first name basis with every nerve in my body. Like they were just all winking on and off. It didn't hurt. But it just makes you twitch. Yeah. Like you can you you're aware of every inch of your skin and it sort of feels like stuff's crawling on it, but not really. Hey. So you're just like, yeah, you're real twitchy like that.
0: Sounds not great. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I just woke up and I was like, I'm awake. And then my brain was like, how about we review all of the things that stress you out. And I was oh. like, I'd rather not. I was like, but let's do it.
2: Let's do it anyway.
0: Yeah. Let's do this. And I was like, okay. How was it? Not great.
2: Mm.
0: Not great. But what, what, what
2: was stressing you out?
0: I It does. Doesn't even matter. Maureen. Let's move along to, first of all, discuss the fact that I see a closed window behind yeah. you.
2: Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know, they came at eight o'clock this morning. Ding dong. And I, uh, we went, came in, Two Dice men came in and they also fixed the blind. But what they said to me was, so they fixed it, the window, and they said, now check out the screen. And so I start banging on, you see the screen on the window? I start like, uh, and they're like, no, the screen, the screen. And I'm like, uh, and they're like, the screen. And they pointed at the blind, the roller blind. And I was like, oh, okay. You mean the, well, okay, sorry. <laughs> and so I grab it and then I let go. And it goes, and they're like, oh, <laughs> we just fixed it. Just pull it. One. They were so, they just looked so disappointed in me. Like no. I was such an idiot. And I was like, I'm sorry.
0: Did you then go, well, you were the people that called it a screen?
2: No, because they were the super nice men that had come and fixed my window. And what? so that th- was great. So it th- I heard they go drills out. It all smells like WD-40, and now that is a smooth machine.
0: That's exciting.
2: I tell you, they you get in a maintenance appointment here, they come and they actually do the thing that they yeah. say they're going to do. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I can't complain about that, Dan. Okay. Will you fix my window? They said yes, and they came and they fixed it.
0: I mean, they said it would take a few days. In but the they middle did it. You know how much it cost me? Change Nothing. To the f- Man, Nothing. there you go. Well, that's good.
2: Yeah, it doesn't cost nothing. It comes with, that's the thing about not owning anything, (laughs) Dad. You don't, we don't own this. We just pay them to live here, but they will fix the shit.
0: There you go. You're set. And it's good timing because if your weather is anything like ours, we just got cold as fuck. Yeah. It just suddenly was like, it was the night of Halloween and everything just Changed. We actually had a very beautiful, nice, maybe a little bit brisk Halloween, but uh, but decent weather. And then that night, remember, me and the team took the dog out, and we were both like, "This is a lot colder than it just was." And then by the morning, there was frost on the ground. There's been frost on the ground ever since. Been chilly.
2: We uh, I think we spent the day of Halloween. We walked the dog to the container store across town, which is a pretty far walk.
0: Spooky.
2: And we walked her around the container store and she was good as gold. Wow, good job. And everyone complimented her and said, what a good... And they said things like, is she a service dog? And we've laughed and laughed. <laughs> oh, did we laugh? Whew, that was a good one. Uh, and we walked her all the way home. That's the thing about Dex is if you tire her out, she's, she loves the store. Then we went to, the, to Bed Bath & Beyond, which has wow. recently been refurbished here. It used to be like a like some sort of outdoor market, like stuff was just hanging overhead. The Mm -hmm. the aisles were about four inches wide. They have blown out our Bed Bath & Beyond. It is like a suburban level, big, smooth concrete floors. Every All the aisles about 17 feet apart. Oh, you could roller skate the shit out of that place. (laughs) Just marvelous nobody in there we walked around with the dog she thought it was fantastic i would five out of five stars would go back anytime
0: man this has been mall talk with maureen no we don't
2: have malls here and we also don't have very big stores so when we go to a store and it's kind of big and there's no one in there it is like going to disneyland you're like wow (laughs) this is wonderful look at all these laundry it felt like a like a big day out Well, there you go. I don't, maybe I don't go that many places.
0: It's not very spooky for Halloween, but I'm glad that it was fun.
2: And then we walked home through the village, came up, the kids were already out. We got home just in time for me to dump those little mini Twixes into a bowl and leave them outside our door with a sign that said, we have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't knock, take as much candy as you want. And I didn't think we'd get that many kids. And I checked that bowl 15 minutes later and it was empty.
0: Well, probably because it was one kid.
2: Oh, ah, I, look, I respect that. Move. Oh, yeah. If you find the pot of gold, take it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good luck, kid. Exactly.
2: But that thing was empty. Well, that's great. So, Mini Twix is a solid candy. It's a solid candy. We didn't, sometimes we don't have kids coming around internally through the building. Yeah in the city they tend to trick or treat at businesses. Right. So when we were out we saw tons of kids at 3 and 4 p.m. going into delis and things yeah. getting all their candy. So I was getting like I don't, gonna, I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to see that many kids and then boof. Boom. They showed up, they pocketed those Twix and they fucked off.
0: That sounds nice.
2: That's sounds my story then.
0: That's a, t- a good story.
2: You guys, if you ever want to come to New York for Maureen's walking tour, so many places I'll take you. I'll take you to this new Bed Bath & Beyond.
0: Man, that's a thrilling. That's Who wouldn't want to go to New York City to visit a Bed Bath & Beyond?
2: Dan, you may mock me, but when you find a store that has space, <laughs> that you don't feel like you have to engage in combat to the death to get to something, you don't have to wait in a line. You could just, like, walk around peacefully, get stuff, and check out, and there's, like, lots of space and room. That doesn't happen. All right. I I have you. I have had to duck and cover at the Trader Joe's.
0: (laughs) Well, it's a Trader Joe's. That's true. Anywhere.
2: Oh, boy. Lines around the block when it first opened. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to store talk.
0: Yeah, no kidding. No, this is thrilling.
2: Is there any news?
0: There is some news, Maureen. Ugh, exciting news. Okay, for me and yep. many people with parents, not with parents, many parents with children.
2: Are you tired?
0: I am tired. <laughs> really, really tired. Ah, uh, with children five to eleven years old, because as we record this Tuesday the 2nd of November, here at 1 p.m. Central Time. The Center for Disease Control is meeting right now to do the final little bit of uh, due diligence on the vaccine for 5- to 11-year-olds. It is completely expected by the the end of the day. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky is going to sign off on the vax. Once that approval goes through, it is just a matter of distribution to start getting those shots into arms, Maureen. Some places may be able to administer shots as soon as Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. Though the White House yesterday did say they expected kind of the full swing vax effort would be underway by Monday the 8th. Which wow. is pretty exciting. They said there are 15 million doses currently being packed and shipped right now. The kids' vax is a one-third dose of the normal adult vax, uh, but they are—I don't know if it's required—but they are certainly shipping pre-sized doses. So it's not just a you know dip into the bottle and get a get your kids' vax. It's use the kids' uh, vax and vax needle for whatever reason. So those have to be shipped. Uh, They think that by the 8th, it'll be kind of full swing. Um, The White House is assuring that they're going to have enough doses for all 28 million kids in this age range. Though, uh, if it's anything like anything else, not all those kids are going to get the vax. Uh, Currently, the least vaxed population in the United States right now is 12 to 15-year-olds who are just under 50% fully vaxed. But... My kid's getting this vax the fucking minute he can. I tell you what, Maureen. Holy cow. Yep. I'm going to be haunting the Walgreens site, the CVS site, our pediatrician site. Whoever's yeah. got it first. And you're good on those sites. That shit is sides. happening. Oh, yeah. I've already been looking. I'm like, maybe, it's a, maybe there's a loophole. I'll certainly be checking that out this afternoon as soon as that news comes out. Don't you think I'm not hitting refresh a thousand fucking times. Getting that shot.
2: Is he excited? Does he know?
0: He is very excited. We've told him fully now. In fact, today I was uh, putting notes together for this very episode and he was eating his cereal and he pointed at my screen, which was talking about the CDC thing. And he was like, that's happening today. Like, yes, it is. He can read. Oh, my God. He can. I will tell you something, Maureen. Okay. The uh, he has not been in school that has not been here at the house in one form or another zoom school last year, not nothing but us this year. This dude has fucking learned to read like nobody's business between reading about birds with Janice and like fucking shoulder surfing, whatever we're looking at on our phones or whatever. He can read anything now.
2: Do you think he can read do or in general, his education, do you think it's, maybe even better than if he went to school i mean he I has mean, gotten a lot of one on one teaching he
0: has he has learned a lot of things that he would not be learning in school but also i have a older kid and who has gone to normal school for his whole life. And I know that school, especially at this young age, is really much less about sort of academic vigor and much Mm -hmm. more about kind of learning to deal with other kids, learning to follow directions, learning how to, you know, do this and that. So um, I'm not quick to say, oh, yeah, definitely. But certainly on some fundamentals like, like reading and math and that kind of thing, he is... I think well ahead of where he, where he would have been. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But like, so you yesterday, thank you for it. Sent the game wingspan over here for, uh, for my birthday. I was very excited and opened it. And he was very excited because he likes birds. It's a game about birds for those of you that don't know. And, uh, he sat down and just read the entire rule book, the appendix to the rule book. And, uh, one other thing, just all himself.
2: Wow. Yeah. I thought he might like it because I thought he might like to look at go through all the cards yeah. of other birds. And... But yeah,
0: the very first thing he did was read all the rules. Wow. He's gonna eventually teach me how to play it.
2: Wow. That's I'll tell you something about Wingspan. It is not just a really good game in terms of gameplay, but it's yeah. one of the more peaceful games you'll ever play. I'm excited. It's just it's there's a when it won all these awards and I would I looked at it for a long time I was like, what is this wingspan? And then um but it's great. It's really, really good. Ah, but Maureen. Yeah. Is that all the news? Great. This has
0: been says who. That's not all the news because there's there is important world-changing events underway. Okay. In Dallas, Texas, right, right. now. Yep. As we record, hundreds of QAnon followers...
2: Oh, you didn't want to do this one, but I made you because I love it.
0: (laughs) I know. ...have converged on Dealey Plaza in Dallas this week. Dealey Plaza, the site where John F. Kennedy was assassinated on November 22nd, 1963. Because they believe... That literally right now, while we are recording, I have a Twitter window up that is refreshing. They believe that John F. Kennedy Jr., who died in 1999 in a plane crash, Mm -hmm. is going to show up, give a speech from the Grassy Knoll, where conspiracy theories long before Q came along believe the kill shot that shot JFK was fired. And in that speech, he will announce that Donald Trump is still the president, but Maureen, not the 45th president. Okay. The 19th president. Because for some reason, everything after 1871 is unconstitutional.
2: Hold on. I actually didn't read this part. Yeah. Can you just cover it? Okay. i I mean, you're going to explain?
0: I can't. I cannot explain. what the significance of 1871 is, but it would make him only for the 19th president.
2: Okay, so 1871, that is seven years after the Civil War. Yeah, it would be
0: like Reconstruction. You're looking for a logic that likely doesn't exist. Uh, The point being... He will be the 19th president. Everything after 1871 is unconstitutional and thusly illegal, though for some reason, Clarence Thomas would remain the sole Supreme Court justice. I'm not sure exactly why either in all of that. But this is where uh, it goes uh, extra wild because he <laughs> announces that Donald Trump is still the president. Okay. And that he, JFK Jr., will be the vice president for Donald Trump. Okay. Except at that point, Trump will step down. Okay. JFK Jr. will become the president and name Michael Flynn as his vice president. Okay. Now, why, if you're a returning JFK Jr., you go through the steps of first saying Donald Trump is the president, why don't you just declare yourself the president? I'm not entirely sure. But Trump will do this because he will... Step down from being president, because he will then become the king of kings. There will be seven new kings in the world, and he will be the king of them all.
2: Now, I, I want you guys to understand who are listening to this that I... Only knew up to the point where there were a bunch of people waiting for RFK yeah. to reappear, yeah. and uh, something about him becoming JFK vice
0: Jr. President. Not RFK.
2: I'm sorry, JFK Jr. Um, uh, will um, reappear and then become vice president. That was uh, that was literally yeah. all I knew. I didn't know about the everything after 1871 is unconstitutional. Well. I didn't know that that Trump will step down. JFK Jr. Will become president. Michael Flynn, and then there are seven kings. Now, I just want to be super clear before we move on. Mm -hmm. Because I know there's more. And I haven't read ahead. I'm just glancing across the room and seeing another paragraph. And I'm like, oh, no, what's in that? Um, People believe this. People
0: believe it. Uh, I am currently looking at a reporter named Stephen Monticelli, I mm-hmm. believe is how you pronounce his last name, who is at Dealey Plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are hundreds of people currently mm-hmm. lining the road. It Actually, from his footage, it looks a lot like uh, black and white footage of uh, when Kennedy was there. It's a, I would say it's a similar number of people. Than uh than when Kennedy was in his motorcade. Um so yes, people believe it. Now here is here's here, Maureen, is where it gets a little weird. Okay. Because there is an entirely different competing QAnon theory about what's going to happen today, right now, in Dallas, involving JFK Jr., but there is a significant divergence. Okay. From the previous theory that we just went over. So In this theory, it's not just JFK Jr. that returns, but JFK and Jackie Onassis as well. Okay. And it seems that at that point, JFK, for some reason, would regain the presidency.
2: Wait, okay, just a second. JFK is going to come back. Yeah. JFK, if alive, would be... He was in World War II. So, uh he was born in the 20s presumably. He would he was be about born,
0: a... I'm looking this up right now. He was born in 1917.
2: Okay. So significantly old.
0: 1917. He would be 104 years old. Okay. Yeah. El- I mean, I, it's assuming that he would be coming back like he had never died. I guess he could right. also be coming back from the dead, at which case he would be young and dapper. And missing a large part of his skull. Anyway. Right. He's still president. In this theory, he will travel the country for seven days and then die. But before he dies, he will transfer the presidential power to Donald Trump, who will name JFK Jr. as the vice president. That's a much simpler theory, except for these two details, which I don't know why they factor in. But first, and I have to admit, I agree with this. Okay. We will revert back to daylight savings time.
2: Okay. All right. I'm listening. And
0: we will adopt the Julian calendar. Right. Which would make today's date October 20th. Okay. Don't know why we'd be adopting the Julian calendar.
2: I'm not... I'm not 100% against these last two.
0: We get a second Halloween.
2: Okay. I'm all, I'm all right with it. Yeah. We basically get a do over.
0: I mean, of the Halloween. last 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. We got a totally second Halloween. And you know what? I have to say, we had a ball on Halloween. So yeah. I would, I would totally do that one. Do
1: over. Yeah.
0: And yeah, time, time won't, we won't go into uh, daylight standard time this weekend. So that seems like a bonus.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, There are a lot of really complicated parts of this, like why, if the point of this is ultimately to land presidential power with Donald Trump again, like in this theory, why you need to bring JFK back from eternal slumber to just spend a week and then die. Right. Not sure about that one. But both of these converge today, literally right now. Mm -hmm. It seems that it was supposed to happen at 1229 Central Time which was uh, over 30 minutes ago, right. Stephen Monticelli's last post just reads, it is now past 1229 right At 1229 the crowd recited the Pledge of Allegiance, no JFK Jr. yet
2: mm-hmm.
0: And he hasn't posted since. so maybe maybe he's there.
2: Right. I, I will say quite in all honesty, if this happens, I will be impressed.
0: If I mean, I would feel the right fool I would have to. Admit. I mean th-
2: that would be genuinely impressive.
0: Yeah because I, I I'm a little skeptical about it and I man, I would have some egg on my face.
2: All right, Dan, here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. easy to poke fun at this. but there's a lot to look at here. Um, mm, yeah y- you may know as, as people that like to read about crime often are I am also obsessed with cults and have been my whole life. yeah. Everything I can possibly get my hands on about Colts, I read.
0: Yeah. And I uh, spent a couple of years of my life very obsessed with the JFK assassination. So okay.
2: There's we a can lot of crack horror.
0: this code, Maureen Johnson.
2: When I, the last time I was in Dallas, I guess, doing Texas book fe- one of the Texas book festivals, uh, it was, first of all, hot as balls. And I, it was summer. So it was, the ground was always, you know, like a pancake skillet. I went to Dealey Plaza to look at it because it was across the street from the hotel, basically. And um, it was just kind of, uh, it was like, oh, there's the street. And again, it was one of those things where you're like, huh. And someone sort of put a little cross on the, not even a big, like, but just like a little little tiny X on the road, like, but right about here. I was like, okay. So first of all, I'd like to know in looking at this, why RFK?
0: JFK. Jr. JFK.
2: I keep doing that. I don't know why. I
0: don't know. I I feel like Robert F. Kennedy is not a is not a factor at all in here. In he's fact, not, I bet and if you ask most Q people, they wouldn't even know he existed.
2: He's clearly not a factor in this, and yet I keep doing it. Even as I'm looking at JFK Jr., I'm yeah. saying RFK. Yeah. I I have tried
0: to not delve too deeply into this. I will firmly admit. But it seems that the uh, there is a belief among Q people that had JFK Jr. not died in 1999,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he would have run for Senate, I guess,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in 2000. Mm-hmm. And instead, Hillary Clinton did. I don't even know if these numbers line up. But the general belief is that she had him killed. So that he wouldn't stop her ultimately from becoming president because he should have he should have eventually become president
2: uh, uh, in case in case anyone doesn't know j- I almost said r f k again j f k jr died while piloting his own plane, yeah, he was flying at night, and I don't think he had the uh that you need this thing called instrument clearance you have to be able to fly by instrument only and he didn't have that training and he became disoriented and crashed the plane
0: yeah and so there's a belief among these folks that he faked his own death i guess to uh to stop him from being killed by hillary clinton right Uh, He has been a a sort of a a minor major character in QAnon conspiracy theories for quite a while now. In fact, there is like one sect that believes that he is Q. Mm. Um, It was believed uh, in 2020, July 4th, Donald Trump gave a speech at Mount Rushmore. And it was believed that JFK Jr. was going to show up at that speech and it would be announced that he was replacing Mike Pence as VP. He didn't show up. There's been there have been many moments where he was supposed to show and didn't show. Which, as you well know, is definitely a big cult thing.
2: It's a cult marker and. All, what's interesting about that is that when these markers come, so there's always like a doomsday marker that's like, doomsday is going to happen, or this event's going to happen this day at such a time, like today. And it doesn't happen. You would think that everyone would quit, but it tends to actually have the opposite effect in that people double down. Right. And then they will go back. And if there's a single person in charge of the cult, they will do their celestial math again. Right. And say, oh, I I didn't carry the one. Yeah. It was actually supposed to happen on such and such a day. A couple people will leave, but a lot of people will stay. And the ones that stay are very hardcore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that that's if you have spent the money to travel to Dallas with the expectation that either JFK Jr. alone or perhaps JFK Jr. and his parents will reemerge from the dead you are not going to go, oh, well,
2: look at that. Now, I do think it's an important distinction. Do they think that JFK is coming back from the dead or that he did not die?
0: Uh, I think that the general belief is that he did not die, Mm -hmm. though uh, I think one of the things that's interesting, because you mentioned, you know, if there's sort of a single person at the center of this cult, um, that they will just kind of reorient their math it seems with Q that there is not a single person. There are a lot of different people. And, and even today there are competing theories about JFK jr. Showing up and which, you know, which variant that will be there. are Even people within the same, you know, belief that, uh, think all of this is really stupid, you know? So you have the ability to say, well, these were wrong, but this guy might be right. Cause he's, you know, he's further out.
2: Also, none of these people would have liked the politics of JFK.
0: Yeah, that part is a little bit strange. Or JFK Jr. He, his main claim to fame was a magazine people called, called George, George. Yeah, in the that was going to be sort of a Vanity Fairish, you know, celebrities and politics magazine. But he was not a particularly concerned. I'm mean, to assume that it was he was a very, you know, kind of Hollywood liberal style.
2: So I want to look at the pictures again. I just want to refresh it. There are too many people there.
0: There are a lot of people. They have merch. There were photos. Uh, So I also have been to Dealey Plaza when I was filming a little documentary, art documentary about the JFK assassination. And uh, one of the things that struck me was how right around the corner from this very somber place where... John F. Kennedy was murdered, is like a, you know, sort of full on Dave and Buster's style entertainment district. And uh, there were photos of all of these folks at the entertainment district yesterday. And most of them were wearing sort of Trump Kennedy 2024 style merch. Mm. There are
2: a lot of people. Yeah, there are disappointing that, that I the name for that crowd is a disappointment. I mean it's not it's not the biggest crowd ever. It's just that a no. crowd of any size for this is disappointing. In I'm sure some of these people are looky loos, but enough people are there. Yeah. That um
0: Yeah, it's not sort of a collection of six weird kinda cultists. It and, is a it yeah. is a group of a, a large group.
2: And presumably not everyone who believes it could go.
0: Sure. Yeah. So the both of these theories are um, being expounded via uh, the sort of third tier messaging platform called Telegram. And uh, one of them, I believe the the one where JFK Jr. becomes the president and names Michael Flynn as his VP, the person that's spreading that one has over 200000 people that follow him on Telegram. And mm-hmm. the uh, entire Kennedy family re-emerges. Uh, that guy has like a, over 100,000 people. So these are, these people have a reach. Mm. And they are using that reach to spread bananas things.
2: And I, I don't know any QAnon people really up close and personal, but I certainly am at least once removed from actual QAnon people. Yeah, it's not. You know, you can find them. Like, I don't actually know any Scientologists, but I can put my hands on one QAnon person. Wow. So I think that says something. Like we know a lot about Scientology. Yeah. Uh. And but I'm like, I I mean, I don't live in L.A., so I haven't met a Scientologist.
0: Or Clearwater, or a, Florida.
2: Or a, or, a, or a currently practicing one at least. Yeah. I've met a couple of ex Scientologists. Yeah. But yeah, the Q people are out there. Um like I said, you know, there's an overlap where they they genuinely think that Trump's going to send out pictures of Bigfoot. What? There's a overlap. <laughs> I missed I
0: missed that. It mm-hmm. took a moment for my head to came in my ear, yep. kind of walked around a little bit in the brain and then eventually landed at the point where I heard it.
2: There's a subset of QAnon that believes that the uh that that is it's QAnon and Bigfoot truthers collide in a section of this Venn diagram. And they believed that that day back in May, when Trump was going to emerge and reclaim the presidency. Yeah. I don't remember what day it was, but there was another one of these days that that Trump was going to show up. That on that day, every person in the United States would get a text message from Trump with a picture of Bigfoot and information revealing all the truth about Bigfoot. Sure. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. I mean, it totally makes sense if you are involved in any level of sort of fringe mm. conspiracy theories. I mean, I think it's why there is a reemergence of kind of flat earthers and all of that. Like, why not like loop your thing into this bigger growing thing? It seems, it seems pretty easy to intersect your wild ass thing because if you are at a point where you believe that john f kennedy jr will show up uh you're probably at a point where you are more than happy to believe in bigfoot or aliens or flat earths or anything else
2: so what does this tell us about america right now then
0: uh well i think that it tells us that this while absolutely a set of fringe beliefs it is a set of fringe beliefs that is extremely close to the republican party mm. you know that there is all of the overlap in the world that takes one step to get from standing in dealey plaza waiting for dead people to show up you only take one step over To find people that believe the election was rigged, you know, that all of the things that are core tenets at this point in the Republican Party. So, you know, to me, it is just a yet another example of the fact that we are. When people talk about kind of bipartisanship and reaching across the aisle and all of that, they are inventing a fantasy that doesn't really exist anymore, because this is. This is the the zeitgeist of that party at this point.
2: I mean, it's not like it's it's not the predominant force in the party, but it's bigger than it should be. It's not the predominant force to the party, but it's not far. And on the 6th of January, a group of people like this stormed the Capitol.
0: A a group of people, many of whom were adherents to this, stormed the Capitol.
2: Who are probably there today.
0: Yeah. It is not, uh, you know, the anti-vax world is interlinked with all of this. you know, it's like all of these all of these things that we describe as fringe are less fringy and more sort of like the boiling water that the steam is the actual like mainstream Republican party, but they're they're formed from this boiling water at this point.
2: I found another interesting intersection with anti vaxxers uh, as I've, I talk about this a lot on Twitter, but there is a big movement right now in the UK of turfism, which stands for, um, trans exclusionary radical feminists. It means that people yeah. that are anti-trans, they are extremely hateful. Uh, they claim to be feminists and, um, they are, they've gone wildly mainstream. Yeah to a degree that that's why people are seeing things by like tweets of like JK Rowling and stuff is a member of this. Um, I, because I post about it a lot, I get a lot of them in my mentions. You sure do. I really do. And um, I will continue. I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I feel like every day I, I want people to know, like, I feel like I'm pointing at the smoke across the water going, they're burning up over there. Like this yeah. is, this is. But it, there's a strange new overlap. I don't know if it's new or if it's just new to me, uh, between turfs and anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Which I was like, what is that? like? How does this work? Um. I went to Oscar about it, as I did. We've had many conversations about the turf thing. I'm like, culturally, what what's happening with this? Like, why are these people who you would think would be so supportive of trans rights? So anti-trans rights, and they seem to have a very strange set of beliefs that aren't true, like that trans women attack other women. And it's awful. It's as awful as you can imagine. Yeah. And I apologize to any trans people having to listen to this, uh, but you guys already know about it. And you know, the reason I'm saying it is because people need to know this is out there. These are all non-truth. These things are not true. These are, these are things they made up. Right. They are false beliefs. Um, but somehow there is this, I, this kind of parochialism, uh, this small mindedness, this, like this weird version of, of, of viewing quote unquote personal space that somehow is looped into anti-vaxxing yeah. and all these things are coalescing Ted. Yeah, into clouds of bullshit. Yep. Thank you. Facebook. Just want to say thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you. Meta. Yeah. It's true. Thank you, Meta. (sighs) It's all good, Dan.
0: Yeah. It's not great.
2: So, if you know any trans folks, especially in the UK, give them a shout out. Tell them you're there for them. For real. Because it is sucking ass every day. Yeah. It's bad, bad, bad. And obviously, if you are a trans person in the UK, I'm real sorry. I I love you. Yeah. Real sorry this bullshit is happening. We are aware, and we're with you. Sure so, are. Oh, boy. I hate it so much, Dan. makes it's me so great. mad. Oh, these turfs. they Nothing makes them happier than to stay up and to comment very glibly. Yeah. They love it. it,
0: it we are in a real
2: Edgelord convergence time. Of,
0: yeah, you know, sort of it is the edgelord's time. They... They have managed to, despite the fact that they all represent relatively slim numbers, they have been able to command an outsized presence in all parts of walks of life.
2: Well, can we end on a good note? Sure. I just got a text from my mom that she has just gotten her booster shot. All right. My mother um, has reactions to some shots and has gone into anaphylaxis at points in the past. So she got her shot at a hospital. Nice. And she had to stay there for, she stayed for about two hours.
0: Okay. Just to, just be, to, check absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just
2: to be absolutely sure that, because if there was any reaction, then like a doctor or nurse could pounce on her and hit her with EpiPen. Yeah. Uh, but she was fine. And now awesome. she has been boosted.
0: She's boosted six-year-old's about to get his first vax. Once he's vaxed, Janice and I are going to get our boost scheduled. And uh, yeah, we're all going to be we're going to be a fully vaxed family soon, Maureen.
2: My father cannot get his boost yet because the COVID, uh, there's still a dark mark in one of his lungs.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: Because uh, he had the COVID related pneumonia. And yeah. um, so it messed him up. Whoa. It's still very much out there, everybody.
0: Sure is, I hey. mean, it is definitely significantly down from this summer, but it is still quite high if right. you look at the actual numbers. But uh, yeah, it's it is is an interesting moment because this time last year numbers were on their way back up. They are not on their way back up yet. Hopefully that will hold, but we'll see.
2: This time next week, Dan, I will be in a Texas airport. Oh. Well, waiting for nice. a, waiting for a plane to Mexico.
0: Maybe JFK Jr. will show up.
2: I w- am I going to be in Houston or Dallas? Too bad I wasn't there You're today. Like Houston. Oh boy, Houston. Okay. Did I tell you that already? Yeah. Okay.
0: Also, I just I always know your travel itineraries.
2: Hmm. Spooky. Um. I will be avoiding everyone I see. Yeah, makes sense. Anyone comes near me, I will hit them with a giant oar like a boat oar, which <laughs> I'm going to be carrying. Get away! Just fuck
0: off! Get away have from a little me. silver cross.
2: <laughs> get away from me. Um, uh, I'm dismayed. No tests are necessary to get on any of these planes. Yeah, no I tests, was surprised. No vex. I thought there were. There are. Travel
0: internationally. That is surprising to me. Yeah, it but... turns
2: out Mexico, no pants, no rules, no All shirts. Right. There you go. Um, and then possibly by the time we get to the UK, it may be. Oh.
0: But you're boosted?
2: Yeah. Uh, is Janice boosted?
0: Uh not yet, but okay. she both she and I can get boosted. We just have not uh
2: not yet. Yeah, um, we just
0: haven't been out much, so it's like doesn't feel uh super pressing. Our our main thought is let's get the little one vaxed and then let's get ourselves boosted. My main holdout is trying to find a time where I have a day afterwards to just sort of feel out of it.
2: Yeah, uh, I especially, when I when I qualified, I didn't do it at first, but especially when the, we only had one elevator and there were all the elevator wars and unmasked people, and I was like, yeah, yeah I should probably get that booster yeah, since that, they'll let me.
0: Yeah, that sounds about I am face-to-face
2: right. face with angry lunatics. Yeah. Like the one I called a crusty bitch for not wearing a mask and breathing on a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> again, chased her down to call her a crusty bitch yeah. for refusing to mask in front of a pregnant woman and then making Deserful. said a pregnant woman cry. Disease spreading crusty bitch, Dan. That is, yeah. in fact, what I call again. My father was in, ho- with, in mean, the hospital at the time with COVID. My mother had it and I was still getting over the effects of the booster and I was a little bit on edge.
0: Also she deserved it.
2: I think I was a little emotionally vulnerable that day in ways that I didn't wasn't fully aware of at the time. Yeah. I was Sounds heightened.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't I didn't realize how heightened I was. Yeah. Entirely I, fair. It's like I came down from being on a drug or something and I was like, oh, oh, what did I just
0: do? <laughs> do you still see her?
2: No. Oh. But you know what? When I did see her. She didn't say a goddamn word to yeah, me. exactly.
0: You shut her up.
2: She, it was like, I guess she doesn't know what I'm capable of at yeah. this <laughs>
0: Now she does. Now she does.
2: You crafty bitch! Come here! Yeah! It, it was like Amy took me over. Yeah. Amy's She's like, there for you. Amy's like, let me drive the bus. I'll take care of this shit for you. <laughs> Point her out to me. <laughs> All right, is that her? All right. Let mama take over. <laughs> hey. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come here. I need to talk to you.
1: Ah. Mm. Krusty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> says Who is made possible by <laughs> you. For your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of this very says who podcast if you give it the five or ten dollar a month level patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by ted leo our logo is designed by darth you can contact us at says who podcast on twitter you can email it hey that is h e y at says who podcast.com Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also a fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. And whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, and please do leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, November 10th for our next episode.
2: Dan, I'm going to have to jump in here to read because it is election day as we record this. Yeah. And I need to read the headline in the first few sentences of a New York Times article. Oh, boy. By Emily Fitzsimmons that has just been published.
1: Okay. And the
2: headline is, Curtis Slewa Curtis tried to bring his cat to vote. It got weirder the, from there. Curtis Slewa brought a special guest with him to vote on Tuesday. Gizmo, one of the 17 cats he lives with in a studio apartment.
0: This is the Republican candidate for mayor of New York City. Yep. And founder of the Guardian Angels Vigilante Group.
2: That's right. Uh, he was not allowed to bring the cat in. Uh, he got very angry. He openly quarreled with election officials shouting, Arrest me! When they asked him to take off a red jacket Good. with his name on it, which is a violation um, yeah. of the rules, yeah, that these are our choices, Dan. That's great, Curtis Sleewa with his who brought his cat to vote, yeah, or Eric Adams, yeah,
0: you know, God bless America, Maureen.
2: I uh, I should point out that occasionally in this neighborhood, we some I sometimes personally see and have had contact with. A man by the name of Bernie Getz. Oh. Most famous for being, he's simply known as the subway vigilante. And yeah. what that actually means is a man that brought a gun on the subway in the early 1980s and shot, I believe it was four black teenagers, uh, and then went on the run and uh, was widely. Uh, made a hero for a while until he revealed himself to be a crazy asshole aside from the fact that he shot four black yeah, teenagers I was gonna say, in, weird. Total, in totally separate ways. Uh, he tried to run for mayor on the, on the legalize it platform, oh, but not in sure. a cool way. And now he spends all of his time rescuing squirrels. Oh. And by rescuing, I mean stealing. He steals squirrels and he steals baby squirrels and he feeds them strawberry milk Uh, from a bottle and helps them take in the milk by sucking on their nostrils to help them draw it in. Uh, And he walks around the neighborhood with a homemade squirrel trap. That is the, that is the craziest shit you'll ever see. I I saw him three days ago. He locked eyes with me and would not look away. I panicked and yelled mulch and then started running. (laughs) What? I didn't know I saw a pile of mulch and for some reason I thought I would confuse him by yelling mulch and he was fine with it because he's nuts. He walks around hunting squirrels because he wants to keep them safe in his apartment. And apparently his apartment was raided by a bunch of dudes like, like a uh, DEA or something with guns uh, because of, they had to get rid of all the squirrels in this apartment. <laughs> yep. So if you're ever wondering where, um, Bernie Getz is walking around, taking our squirrels.
0: From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker.
2: From my place in hiding inside a pile of mulch. (laughs) That is a true story. Every word of it, Dan. He steals our squirrels. I mean... He feeds them strawberry milk. Look... I don't know why strawberry milk but that's what he's feeding them.
0: Is it any less nuts than believing that JFK Jr was going to show up in Dallas today?
2: I don't like the fact that we're asking the question. I don't that's like that true. we're I didn't I don't like that we got here. <laughs> I don't like that these are our choices. I don't like our options. Uh, I would agree. I don't like it one bit, eh?
0: Well, then you can just say your name and we'll be done.
2: From inside a squirrel-filled apartment and also the one with Curtis Lee was 17 Cats Curtis Lee Watt was in many ways an extension of or a response to but probably more an extension of Bernie Gets this was the whole
0: Yeah extension uh, I mean the Guardian Angels were around before uh before Bernie Gets was But they were kind of contemporaneous
2: subway. like they were they uh... Yeah I mean
0: like I think the Guardian Angels were the late 70s and then uh and then Bernie Gets was you know early 80s so yeah they were essentially contemporary
2: Brought his, one of his. I, I like that he's rescued seventeen cats. I have questions about the seventeen cats in the studio apartment. I got questions yeah, about that's... taking the cat to vote. <laughs> yeah. Although to be fair, I brought my dog to vote once. I mean, if you have
0: seventeen, how do you choose which one comes with you to vote?
2: You make Is that them his favorite. You make them put on a pageant and give all their reasons. Yeah. And Where and wear swimwear.
0: Which Which cat can give uh, a most accurate rendition of the Declaration of Independence.
2: Hi, I'm Miss Queens. I was found eating a bucket of fish heads and my special talent is I can impersonate a shoe. <laughs> oh, this no. has been Says Who? Mm.
0: <laughs> good enough. It's good enough. We're sorry. No, we're not.
2: We're sorry about everything.
0: I mean, we do it every week.
2: Eh, I guess we're not sorry. Yeah. I guess we're the worst. Sorry. We are. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.